Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bingetown TV and Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate, we love you guys. It is the finale. Survivor 45 episode 13 titled Living the Survivor Dream said by the winner herself. D, our girl, our backpack queen. If you know, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I I mean, I'll start. It's again, it's just Julia and I for this, the OGs. Um, not that we've had that many guests on this anyway. Um few. Yeah, Alex, Margaret, and Matt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I am very happy with this finale. I thought like there were so many goofy things that happened, like Jake hilarious just just doing the most and the least somehow it's it's insane it's like it's like the most effort for the least impact correct correct and very happy with the winner i'm very thrilled that we get a winner that like i think could stand up in other seasons and still do well i would like to see her play again without the reba Four and without such a alliance that was basically never tested until the very, very, very end of the game. So, what did you think? I, we both are fresh off a rewatch. What What are your thoughts? We talked about this last week. I said, like, I will be happy going in on this finale as long as Austin goes home first. Yeah, <laughs> which obviously did not happen. Um, I thought it was a really, it's a really dynamic five some that we have here Austin included I guess but super pleased with the result super impressed with the editing yeah and a lot of the commentary by our jurors leading combined together to lead me to believe that I really didn't know it was who it was going to be yeah um there were moments where I was like oh my god it's Jake oh my god yeah (laughs) It's Jake. Now, as I go through my notes now, and I did take notes of Jake's entire performance across the season, um, it was never going to be Jake. Yeah. But um, they did a really good job in the editing. And I think Emily did a really good job of voicing over Jake's story better than Jake did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. But um, really pleased with it not being a sweep, too. Like, it, yeah, it was, that's it was nice. fun until the end. The last vote was Jam Jam a sweep? No, right? No, Heidi got like one. Heidi got a vote. Yeah, yeah. Which was like okay. Yeah, and I really liked Jam Jam. Sorry for spoilers. I mean, this is the episode of spoilers. We'll get to we'll get to Jake. Just like fucking three full seasons of spoilers. Oh my god! In one fell swoop. But um, yeah, Gabler's season was the first season we watched. We were disappointed with that. We really liked Jam Jam, but I do think we were disappointed with Carolyn not getting a single vote. And I think um, trash. That's disrespect. I think it's disrespect. And Alex and I were talking. And we were talking during our watch party as well that, you know, the the um, reunion doesn't have as much effect when they do it right after. And they're all still so excited. It's just like the the like, you know, the, the, the adrenaline from the game. You're like still there in Fiji. I like watching old seasons when everyone has a chance to have seen the entire season and yeah. be like, what the fuck? Either pissed about something they saw yeah. or like, you know they're not pissed about something anymore and they can kind of talk through it. But everyone is just riding this high of just happy to be there. And I think you could get a more insightful uh, reunion if you, if you, if you 
let Jeff Goman in a jetpack all the way from Fiji to New York and it takes him six months mm-hmm. to get there. You know what I mean? Like I, I enjoy 100%. that. That's, yeah. And I think I think for finale wise, it was missing that because some of the it, the reunion was cute and goofy, but I feel like we weren't getting to the bottom of some of the things, you know? No. And I understand logistically why they do why they do it the way that they do it now yeah. to kind of to push back on your statement. Oh, yay. Um, <laughs> I'm pulling an Emily here to push back a little bit. Um, <laughs> I think that you do get a lot of like the raw like excitement and the happiness. But I do remember season 43 um, retrospectively Owen finalist saying that he was in such just like a state of shock and like not having time to process what the whirlwind was that they just went through that he was like could not form a sentence and was like not really on for the reunion in segment of the final tribal council in season 43 so i think it's it can go both ways it can be like either way it's not it's you've not given people enough time to process the experience to react to the footage that's being showed and the story that's being told about their arc and their specific like experience for it to be anything less than like yay d Yay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and man, you guys are in a showman's cool. Like, no, I want this to be six months later and I want to see if they're still together or not. And I want to see, you know, I want to I mean? know that, like, it turns out that, like, Austin has a child and it's not with D and it's not with Figgy. <laughs> it's not with Figgy. Um, I want that. I want that. I want I mean, I was laughing about this when we watched it live, but like they have their champagne and I'm like, if I'm D, I'm laughing at everything anybody says. I'm just yeah. like, I just want a million fucking dollars. I'm yeah. drinking champagne. Uh, you're hilarious, Bruce. Who didn't say anything? How That weird. was crazy. How All weird. he got was dunked on and by D just being like, oh, Bruce should have played it. And then and then yeah. it's so funny. I saw a tweet today of uh-huh. like, uh-huh. A D I saw being like he should have played it. And then Bruce just be holding up the Austin book. Austin. <laughs> There was never. I mean, I actually, no. upon watch and upon rewatch, I was like, he's voting for one of these men. There's he no way he's voting women. for a woman. <laughs> oh, well, that's kind of what I was thinking. But then I did see a TikTok where his like little Ponderosa behind the scenes, like his little like, hey, I'm Bruce. You. <laughs> and this was before Emily got voted out. He was saying like Emily could win, which doesn't necessarily mean that he would vote for her, but he's saying like she could win. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was very strange. He didn't even ask a question. Gone are the days where these people stand up, put yeah. themselves at a higher level than the than the people on tribal council. Yeah. Look them dead in the eye, spit in their face and say like, <laughs> "How dare you vote me off?" Like you you played a game where all you talked about was loyalty and trust. Yet on day 19, you you know like like yes. calling shit out. Like I miss it i also hate it because like i hate final tribal council like it makes it gives me such anxiety i know and i also think there's something to say with the, you know this is just like a fun little journey like a lot of like yeah. Caleb got out on like day 19 like and he's just been well fed all that time like there's no bitterness because it was like oh well that was really fun it's like no make it to 40 days make it to 39 days and then like you're more pissed you're more like feral and you're i think people are just like there's more time to go absolutely batshit crazy and cause issues when you're there for 39 days versus only 26 and the jury 
even less so than 20, 26 days. You know what I mean? So for sure, I agree. Like, I mean, Caleb was all smiles. Like I love when Caleb was just like been a while guys. Cause yeah. it's like, I'm the first juror. Like I, yeah, I, I got, I basically got nothing to say. I don't even know what happened in the last, <laughs> like I haven't right. been playing for fucking 12 days or whatever it was. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe they didn't stand up one by one and do it. I want I love right. when they're just like scathing reviews. And like I said, for those who know, the my in Micronesia, one of the craziest <gasps> questions was ever asked. It wasn't a mean question; it was just batshit. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything on the pod, but if you're gonna watch a season, an old season, and you haven't seen them, Micronesia is fantastic. It's fans versus favorites, so you've got some um favorites of previous seasons versus like a bunch of townies, <laughs> and uh, it's really funny. And one of the townies asks just like the most iconic question of all time: like Alex Micronesians. No, no, not actual townies. <laughs> I just call them townies because they're just like normal people. They're like normies, civilians. yeah. It's kind of okay. like Trader <laughs> season one. It's like half half reality stars, half um just townies. Sure, just townies. <laughs> Micronesians, yes. <laughs> no, yeah, that was misleading. Um, but okay, um, so in this one uh, last episode, I kept being like, let's let's talk about the one by one, and then yeah. we never did. But I really do think we can do that in this and it can kind of guide us through because if we start um going reverse chronologically on like or i guess chronologically on who got voted out uh julie's first honestly not much julie airtime in this episode she didn't have a chance oh. this is like a a whirlwind of an episode you've got multiple challenges fire making and a final tribal mm -hmm. to two other tribals before like it's very fast so any words on julie i guess it's just that like this wasn't even a crazy julie exit like the, it would no. they stumbled they stumbled into getting her out which is just so funny yeah i think like the julie vote is more interesting like when we talk about katora than yeah. it is about julie um julie had a phenomenal season i think she um we need more older players yeah how can i be saying this i'm like we need more hots and we need more olds but we really do need more hots and more olds. Well, Julie is a great. She's old. she's both. She's also a hot old. She is, but I mean, like, it's not an old like Sandy from Token Cheese, which is like she's just batshit. Yeah. Like Julie is like a lawyer. She's fucking. She's athletic. She she yeah. can talk away. She's really sweet. Everyone loves her. It's like you need olds like that. You can't have olds that are just olds that are just gonna like like even poor Jerry from Token Cheese. He just had a bellyache and was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Aw, yeah, you truly. Know? It's like, I can't be eating those beans. But they're also Julie and, the, and like Jerry and Sandy are not on the same level. Julie's like 40-something. These people are, those people were like in their 50s or 60s. Like that's a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Of olds. But I just feel like everyone keeps getting younger. True, I mean, they're like teenagers I'm getting now. older. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, no, Julie had a great season. I loved her. Um, I still can't remember if I had her in the pool or not. Like, <laughs> you did not. You had D. I did not. I had D. She was a fun. She was a really fun character. Um, she had great facial expressions. She got a little kooky towards the end, and I love her. Yeah, I mean, in this boat was goofy but julie going home at five is not a bad axe like d would be the better axe because she's the obviously the most threatening she won the game but it wasn't the fact that she went home i think that's a great vote she's a threat get her out but also like the way it happened was crazy so this is how it goes i wrote it down 
Jake tells Austin about the idol because he wants to save Katora and get Julia. Katora convinces him it has to be D and makes him swear on his Nana to vote D. Julie votes Jake because she doesn't believe he has the idol. Totally a wasted vote because he did have an idol and she voted for him anyway and she was told that. Austin's going for Julie just out of doesn't matter. I'm going for Julie. He's like, this was Drew's last plan, so I must execute it because I have no other brains. D votes for Katura, which does not count. And then ultimately, Katura gets nervous, votes for Julie, which is the second vote. And it is crazy to me that D and Austin decided who cares who we vote for. You do you, I'm a do me. When D was not safe, like if Katura just got the plant, like they should not. Yeah. If they're really a voting block, you don't split your votes. There's only five votes. You two have to vote together just in case. It's insane if you don't. And they did not. It's insane. It's it's basically D saying, like, I'm going to hedge my bets. Is that the saying? I'm going to hedge my bets. um, It's more important to me to get through to the end and save face in this, like, loyalty card that I'm trying to play by saying I've never written Julie's name down. who's my number one, one of my number ones. Um, So like I refuse to write her name down. Um, So I get that. But yeah, it's also silly. I also, what is the difference between an alliance and a voting block? I think they're the same thing. Like they're basically just saying like they're a voting block of two. Like that's, you can't break that up. There are two votes that you can't. But isn't that then an alliance? Okay, so that then is an alliance. Yeah, I think it's it's the same exact thing. Like I would say the re before was a voting block. And then... I I, I think know. it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I also, yeah, at that was... point, like, even in the top four, like, once Julie goes home, now it's the top four. Whoever wins that immunity, like, Katora opens being like, I can't believe we've let D and Austin get this far as a voting block. Like, that's what she says. Right. And she's like, what the fuck? And I do think yeah. this, like, D and Austin thing kind of emerged later. Like, even for us, we didn't see it. They said until... day 20. Yeah. So, like. Say that? Now it's a top four challenge, the one where Jake quite literally breaks the challenge in half. And it's like, if D or Austin wins, they're going to take each other. So you're fucked. Yeah. Like, unless Katura or Jake won that challenge, they were immediately doing fire, which is sucks. That sucks, because especially if you're yeah. Katura and you know, you, yeah, I don't know how to make a fire. Yeah. The thing that Katura was her plan and she said exactly word for word ended up happening. And she felt so bad for her and her talking head where she's like, this is, I have no one to blame but myself. Like it's yeah. me. Cause it really was. Um, I get the logic. I, I see both sides of the story. I understand her logic for being frustrated that Jake didn't tell her that he was going to play the idol on her, but I get that Jake wouldn't want to tell her because she's burned him once before. Yep. Um, she's probably burned him more than once actually. And he didn't want it to get out and then have him go home on it. Mm -hmm. But then I also see why Katura saying she went Julie because she's like, well, people have been saying Julie's name. Like if I put down, like there's going to be a Julie vote out there. I need to just add to it to save myself. So like in an act of self-preservation, it made sense, but it was just messy. It was, I feel bad because like that move literally did that. The end of the game. It did, and I, I don't mind it. I really would have liked to hear Katura's final tribal, her speech, her her pitch for herself. Mm-hmm. I think she would have been really good. I mean, every, literally everyone saying you should be a lawyer was so crazy. And oh I was God, so, so excited. Funny. I was so excited to hear her say, like, 
and I am a lawyer. And everyone was like, yeah. And when Jake is like, thank you, counselor, to her in final travel. Yeah, we all went audibly. Oh, it was that was very sweet. I do have that written down. And she's like, thank you. She says, of course. Yeah, just big smile. Katora so beautiful. Oh, she looked amazing. She looked the best for sure. 10 out of 10 major Hot girl energy. Up. she just yeah she just like was shining um kendra looked pretty good too but she was like she was stealing the show wait i actually didn't say this in my opener but i, I said you know who's my mvp it's kendra <laughs> well she- i have a different mvp okay but who is my, it? it it's not bruce okay it's none other than miss emily flippin mvp oh icon kendra Legend. as soft Kendrick gave a lot during tribal final tribal. Yeah. At, but at the same time, asking like loser softball questions, like how was it this journey? Like, how did you grab the bull by the horn? Like, yeah. Who the fuck care? Like what? totally. Austin's like, I ate a fish eye. Yay. And Jake's I don't want to like, hear that you had fun. I, I want to hear, I don't, I yeah. want to hear what you did to, to like advance in the game. They had to pull it out of D the, the, her big move. I like know. Emily, 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 that's why Peter up. Like, yep. That's why she is the MVP because she she pushed back and blatantly asked, can I push back on that? Multiple times. Play devil's advocate in a way that was you could tell was quite leading the the witness for like, all right, D, like we need you to tell us the big move now, yeah. honey. She said, like, this is a speech that's for a million dollars. You better act like it. And she, you know, like, even since her departure, her being like, I'm voting for the person that deserves to win. So, like, buck yeah. up. Um, I just thought that she was, like, the the right, like, old survivor energy mm-hmm. in, but, like, also kind of a cheerleader. Like, she's yeah. she was a dangerous person to have on the jury if she had a grudge against you. Yeah, she, totally. I think she's is very convincing and like makes great points. I would have. It's just voted crazy to think Emily that like vote. everyone in Ponderosa is just telling everyone everything. Like Emily and them fully knew that Julie was told yep. by D, and then and then Emily outs D, which is a good thing. And then D's like. Austin still just goes as if no, no, she didn't. And he's like, and then well, he's like, yeah. Can I tell you something? Really? Like, <laughs> how crazy? He's like still trying to protect her. Like it was so. Yeah. It was. It was very like. No, I just think he was like really gullible and dumb and believed her. Oh I yeah, he, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, just while we're still speaking of Emily, I mean the most MVP thing was she's giving D the vote. Like if you spend one one single penny of this million dollars on that boy, I am. So single-handedly flying to Miami and taking it from you like don't and we all cheered we were like yeah. I think the so entire good. fandom cheered at that point she's we don't deserve Emily Flippin we don't okay but back to Katora so to to finalize Katora's story so before the fire Katora is gets to tell people like what the conversation was she had with D about like how D was making the decision on fire and Katora is basically like, Dee's afraid of sitting next to me. She thinks I played a good game, et cetera. So how does that read to a jury member, you think? Like, if you're sitting at Final Four and this all kind of goes back to, like, hate yeah. to say it, but, like, 
the old school days of coach saying, I want to take warriors to the end. I want to beat the best. Woo. I want to beat the best at the end. Or else if I take the, if I take the lesser player, what does that say about me as a winner? Like, am I really the winner? It all comes back to that old school thinking. So what do you think a jury member is thinking when Katora is literally like D was scared to sit next to me. So she's sending me to fire to hopefully fail. That's an excellent question. Um, I think it really differs season by season. I think you have to know the, I think you have to know the jury of your peers and you have to know, is it more important to them that I am like making a strategic move that's going to better my game? Or are these people who are going to value, I don't want to call it integrity because it's not quite integrity. It's like, a purist for the game sure or like really holding the standards of the game above this million dollar threshold which i think is something like that's like a coach on very very far end of the spectrum and in that sense like coach is on jury so jt Mm -hmm. was making Mm -hmm. sure sorry spoiler but again i can talk about token genes because Jake fully spoiled yeah, it. <laughs> fully, this, fully. I, I just finished Token Cheens last week. I would have been so mad if this episode aired last week and it spoiled me at the last fucking second. Um, but yeah, so like JT knew that and then didn't vote Coach because right. he knew that Coach w- would really value that and give him a vote. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think in this in this particular case, I think D could have taken Katora to the end and still won. I think. And still won. I think it would have been a little bit more challenging, but I don't know. If I'm sitting on the jury, I'd be like, maybe you think of that and you go, that was a dumb move. I'm not voting for you because that was a dumb move to take her. Or is like, is my mind in the the mindset of like, that was a dumb move for you to take Katora, so I'm not voting for you, D. Or D, that was a dumb move to not take Katora. Yeah, but ultimately... I think Katora had such a come up. I was so glad to see her stay past Bruce. So she got her own story. I actually think it's really interesting that after fire making, Katora gets to kind of speak her piece because, you know, when other people get voted off, you don't get a speech. You just you maybe get a phrase or two like, what the hell, guys, or like something stupid. But like Katora got to say, like, I am a lawyer and I thought to myself, what if I just set aside this piece and I was just Katora and I got to be just Katora, which was really great. And I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about Jeff saying the tribe has spoken when they did not vote to Katora? Like, I feel like it should be like the fire has spoken. Like you did not, they didn't, they weren't, she wasn't voted off. She wasn't. Your tribe did not speak. I mean, technically D put her there. D spoke. I guess, but it's not like your tribe has spoken. She wasn't voted out by a jury of her peers. She was just put in yeah. fire and lost. It doesn't really yeah. matter, but I no. it just caught my eye on the rewatch that I was like, yeah, totally. Fire is fire is so emotional to me. Yeah. This concept of like you have been put through hell for what are we at? 22 days, 24 days. At this point, it's like 25, 25 days. I think the next day is, yeah. You've now like probably either, if you're Jake, you've asked to be put in fire because it's like your last ditch effort. If you're Katura, you, you are like fearful and you don't, you want to be straight taken to the end. But either way, it's like, how do you, like you're, 
you're put on the spot. There's cameras around you. There's time pressure. It's a race to create an elemental force with your fucking hands. Yep. Just like the idea of it is so stressful to me that I would, I know I would choke. I know I would choke. Oh yeah. hundred percent. So Austin being like, just like sitting, sitting like with his arm propped, like his head propped up on his arm, like laying on his side being like with his fire. He just felt like D sure. You don't want to take me. I'm like you. I think that fire is better than a top four vote because when there's only four people left and they do a vote, it's so stupid. It's like the the person that doesn't even have a fucking chance. And I don't like that. If you made top four, just because you don't have an alliance doesn't mean that you should don't deserve to be in the final. Like if you don't have an alliance left at top four, I think like they were saying it to Jake, like Caleb had said, like Jake. How did you do this? How did you get all the way to the end? You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have an alliance. He was like, Drew was even giving him props because it's like, you made it here, whereas I had a big alliance and I still didn't make it here. Yeah. So, like, fire is, I I thought, I think of all the new era stuff, fire is at least a good way to fight for your chance to stay because, you know, D won immunity and then D and Austin are a voting block. So they could have just chose to vote out Katora. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how it would have happened in earlier seasons. Katora, there is no idols at this point. So I think at, at this point, it's like, fire is your best chance. My thing is, how are you going to go in Survivor and at home, you're not just like flinting it up and you are not a master at creating a fire at that point? It's insane. No, I'm about to, to, I'm about to or- go on like Amazon and order some fucking Hessian rope and start yeah. practicing for nothing. It- I mean, I'm opening up my survivor gym. Oh, I also wanted to give you props because this happened last season too. Give Carson, Carson kept getting nah. like flames in his eyes and like whatever. And he ended up going to fire and you had clocked that Jake and Katora had a, a full mm-hmm. scene of them like making a fire. And, and I think Katori even says like, Jeff, why do we have to do this? Why do we have to make fire? This sucks. And you I were know. like, they're going to fire. Those <laughs> and you I did. That. Thank you for the props. I did say earlier that like, I don't know why Austin felt like a, a losing fire to me. I, I said this very early on. I was like, I think it's going to be yeah. Emily, Caleb, Drew, Austin, and like Austin's losing in fire. Um, I like the, I mean, fire is, is, I think it's a good addition in the new era. I think it's very emotional and it's so tough there's it's tough to watch it's really really tough to watch like i'm just thinking back to jesse um oh my god wait most devastating is it fully new era like only i don't know i think the latest i've seen was david and goliath that was the like before new era are they firing are they doing Uh, fire i don't think so maybe Uh, you're right maybe it is just new era but i can't remember remember. someone please i thought you said it so i said it let me know. I just mean like new era meant like in in the latest. Oh, in recent, sure. Recent seasons, yeah. It's re- oh, I know what I was going to say. It, it's emotional. Um, it's a cool thing to watch. I like it for how it works for a vote at four. But I do not. I am not a jury member who gives a, a shit about fire. Don't try to sit up there in front of me at tribal council and say, I made fire. I asked to be put in fire. I made fire. It is a risk, but like that to me isn't not cool. I totally agree. And I think the only time it should win you points is if you are, you have the immunity necklace and you still put yourself in fire. And even then it's just a little edge. It's not like a, a, that's your winning move. Like that is just a little bit of an edge if you need it. But in general, yeah. like D was smart. It's like, I don't need that. I played a good enough game. I'm not 
putting myself in fucking fire. That's insane. No, 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 no. I wonder how D would have been in fire because she definitely would have been put in fire if Katora or Jake won. Not Austin, but Katora or Jake. Honestly, you think they would have put Austin and D in fire together? That would have been so iconic. Uh, okay, I do want to talk to you about this. I don't want to jump the gun, but I love D. I think D's a great winner. I think she's cool. I think she's hot. I think there's like a lot of things about her I really like. And I do think she's a challenge beast. She's like really fit. Yeah. She's athletic. But is she a challenge beast this season? Because there are no athletic people besides Austin on and this entire fucking thing. Like quite literally... I think D could could go up against ch- other challenge beats and win, right? I think she could she would be neck and neck and yeah. be like really tough challenges. Honestly, I would love to see like a survivor challenge beast season where it's just like Whoa. people that are like insanely athletic all up against each other. But honestly, I'm like, okay, it's either her or Austin. Like there was no I think it, at some point Jake said like i'm so fucking sick of being terrible at these challenges or maybe katora said i can't remember and it's like both of them it's like i I never thought either of them were going to win any challenge unless it had something to do with like a puzzle just because even it was so far a gap when we were doing these things yeah um i to answer your first question yeah i think d i think d's up there i think like i would love to see her and franny yeah parvati Parvati in there yeah, I think even Kelly like had, you know, gone too soon. Totally, yeah. She she was athletic. Caleb was athletic, but again, we didn't yeah. get to see them do these like super athletic things. No, and I honestly wouldn't put Caleb in that camp. I think he was really strong in the group challenges. Like, I think he brought he brought like height and strength, but I can't see him being successful at this like pot thing. There's like a yeah. dexterity that I think D had um, that I think probably like more women. Um, competitors yeah. have of like Just, yeah being I able to Cass crushing that one too yeah yeah mm-hmm. um there's like a look like a look at more gentleness you have to have like there's the page that especially with this last final challenge i don't know what the official name of it is but the pot stacking is like especially this year they had to like get through the ropes where jake was just like fuck that i'm gonna just toddler tantrum all right my let's way talk through. about it okay we're at jake anyway okay Go ahead. You want me to go through my list? I do want you to go through your list. (laughs) All right. But to wrap up that thought is I think that it's not just like it's not just strength and it's not just puzzles. It's like both of those things and also finesse. Totally. Totally. Um, Which I do think Dee has finesse i think she's got she's dripping in finesse i know i do really like d like soon as soon as katora got out and fire making i was like it's gotta be d or else i'm gonna be furious yeah or else i'm gonna flip your coffee table i would have i wouldn't have find any of the three girls winning but if yeah. any of the boys won i would have been pissed off yeah same all right and here we are talking list. about sexism um all right here's my jake list so i wanted to split because like i said to the credit of the production team, the editors, the cut that we got towards the end of the finale, I was like, oh my God, is Jake going to win this thing? Yeah. And then I said, you know what? I need to put pen to paper and I need to look at his game across the season. And I made a little bit of a list that is Jake's wins and Jake's losses. I'm going to start with the wins because they are fewer and some of them do come with caveats because (laughs) they 
were because set up. Jake. They they because it's Jake because <laughs> he was set up to have them be a win and they just were not. Okay. Yeah. So we start with the big two, which are he's found the idol. Okay. Found a hidden immunity idol, and he has won the advantage in both of these happened. Well, I guess well one happened an episode ago, but he's got an idol and he's got an advantage for a challenge. Both of those are the two that come with caveats because neither were successful, which we'll get to that. (laughs) Yep. My next thing I have here, he's, he did win fire. He did ask to be put in fire and he won fire again. That's like half a point to me because it's like, dude, it's a 50, 50 chance. Like it's like, or I guess 33.333% chance you're going in. So whatever. Like I said, Emily credits him for being the most lied to and gaslit player, but also being quite essential to people's games because even though they wanted to get him out, he was a number in in a lot of crucial votes that people needed. Yep. So my other two points are, one is just, I wrote, hanging on by a thread. Like the fact that he was able to just get like scrape by mm-hmm. all the way to the end. Sure, we'll write that as a win. My last win for him is that he got voted for many times, but never man- never managed to get voted out, which yep. I think you could, there's a story around that you could spin up. Here are my losses. And I went as far back as to look at all of the, the tribal councils that Jake participated in. And was he on the right side or the wrong side of the vote? I love it. Hit it. Our first vote that Jake participates in is the Caleb shot in the dark. Shot in the dark. So he does vote for Caleb, as does the rest of the tribe, minus Austin, who didn't have a vote. Doesn't stick. I'm not going to count that as a loss because he's still voting for the majority and voting for Caleb. Then he switches his vote to Jemaya. He's on the right side of the vote. So that's a ding for his vote. Okay. The next vote is is the Caleb vote that gets him sent out. He does okay. not vote for Caleb. He votes for Julie and is... Mm-hmm. And fails. So he's on the wrong side of the vote for that second vote he participates in. And this was also the vote, if you remember, where he tried to force rocks. His, his first Couture. of two attempts yeah. to force rocks. His mm-hmm. first of two attempts to bring Couture on failed. Yes. The next vote is Kelly. He was not on the right side of the vote for this because he played his shot in the dark and therefore did not have a vote to put on Kelly. Okay. This is a... It's like a little bit of a double whammy because... Not only did he not get to vote on the right side of the vote, but he did not he was not successful in getting safe for his shot in the dark, nor did it matter because he yeah. Kelly got voted out anyways. And he was completely unaware that Kelly was gonna be voted off. Like he yeah, was yeah, whoa sure. big. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. And that totally. was a negative on him to be Great he point. kept doing these things and the Kendra vote and the Kelly vote, he's just like acting the fuck up. Yes. Yeah, tribal. <laughs> um, the next, the the remainder of the votes, he is on the right side of the vote. He's on the right side for Kendra, Bruce, Julie, and Drew. My last couple notes here are on like his losses across the season are um, he failed with Katora twice. So we talked about, I mentioned yep. he tried to go to the rocks twice, both times bringing, trying to bring Katora under his wing didn't stick for whatever reason. She was like, like I don't trust you. Um, social play, social game, not great. In this episode, he um, flopped his advantage. He Forgot flopped the key. The, the key. He flopped the um, challenge itself with forgetting the key and having to run back and then missing the puzzle piece and getting absolutely yep. dunked on shit on, spat in the face by Jeff Probst <laughs> on two occasions. Like yep. right injury to insult in the moment and then at tribal council in front of jury of his peers. Which the, he, he, Jeff didn't need to say that. Like he no. really... Fuck no. Like the jury, he, he wanted the jury to know that. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. 
Jeff, Jeff was on one. He was like, he even in the final, after it was all said and done, like Jeff says something like, Jake got that one right about something. It's like, dude, oh my relax. God. I know. Um, he's told everyone about, about his idol. Yep. Stupid. And he had an unsuccessful idol play. So not only did he like tell everyone about his idol, but his he played it on Katura and we know we all know that how that went. All in all, he just was never able to get footing. He tried to break this like dog pile scenario that kept happening vote and vote again was not able to convince anyone no like he really really wanted to get traction and i think he does say at one point like d and austin did not they played a safe game yeah which like i don't know i don't know if i would say that like Mm -hmm. i get that jake was playing a risky game but like nothing ever stuck so yeah i I mean that was his whole story that was great thank you that but yeah that was his whole bit in this episode like he needed something he needed some sort of like bragging until the end he needed he wishes he was the bigger snowball man he really wishes he was and he just wasn't and i mean first time i've ever seen someone physically break a challenge and i've never seen jeff act like that jeff was like dude you break that you're done like it was fucking got disqualified i forgot to say that at the end jeff was like you're fine you're fine you're fine but i think it was pissing jeff off in the moment and it came off that way like it came off like dude stop why are you doing that like i don't think he's yeah. seen such blatant disrespect for the game in a really long time of the like physical parts of the game he's like dude stop it yeah it was very temper tantrumy it was but i yeah but i will give it to Nick. jake like i thought it was really smart that in the the first challenge we see with the coconuts and yeah. all that stuff that he applied a survivor winner to a number. I think that's really smart. Never seen yep. that before. And then I love when they're like, what were the numbers? And he's like, JT, Denise, and Gabler. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes, oh, oh sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> that was like, like so silly. That was like, like cringe to me. That gave me really ick. Yeah, that did spoil me for Philippines. So thank you, Jake. Um, I saw someone tweet like... This is a great season. I saw uh, someone tweet like, doesn't matter, Philippines sucks anyways. And I'm like, people are such haters. Oh, it's so funny. I, I got like Philippines. I'll, I'll still watch it. I've watched many seasons knowing who the winners are. But the Tony impression was so fucking funny. Oh my God. When he plays the idol. And in general, I just think like... He's such good television. Him weeping and flopping around in his boxers and flippers. And you're right. Every step of the way, Jake was good TV, whether he was making me mad or making me laugh or laughing at himself so long, too too long, or, Mm -hmm. you know, crying on screen so much, losing sentences, mid sentences, because he doesn't know what to say. Like, (laughs) and even in this episode, he's like, Drew, you're a better speaker than me. I'm a lawyer. And then he's like, you know, Katora, Julie, you mm-hmm. guys are good. And then they're both lawyers. And he's like, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also Clown get in this episode that he's a prosecutor, not a um, he actually did lie. So every lawyer lied mm-hmm. in some capacity about what they do for a living. Um, <laughs> I saw someone tweet. Can you imagine getting like sentenced by Jake, like him putting you in jail? Like, yeah, it's so fucking funny. No. Um, but yeah, I do really like Jake. I think he's a big teddy bear sweetheart. I just think he mm-hmm. couldn't get his footing. He didn't have a good alliance. I think Bella was very mm-hmm. disjointed, as you could see by Reba, like coming into the end, still Reba strong, basically is silly. Like Bella should have gotten it together and they just couldn't. So um, no. Bella was in general is just like the goofiest player. Like you got Bruce, you got Kendra, you got Jake. 
like Kelly got out too soon. And then who else was even on Bello? Katora. Like these Katora. were all disjointed players. None of them like really mm-hmm. liked each other that much within no. the game, at least. So um no. yeah, big fan of Jake. I was happy he made it to top five so we could get him in the finale as yeah, well. Like for sure. He was really good TV. So my last yeah. thing about Jake is that I love him going immediately from Katora being like well how do I know I can trust you and he's like what do you want me to swear on I'll swear on my necklace and Katora's yeah. like no you're Nana yeah <laughs> he like, goes straight from being like I'll swear on my necklace like maybe, maybe is that like a patron saint yeah it probably means maybe I guess yeah and, and then and she probably Kator- knows that about him because he yeah. said it very matter-of-factly and Katora being like I do not I look in your eyes. I do not see I, I'm yeah. not uh, your eyes right now. I do not trust those eyes. They cut to his eyes and they're just like dead. Yeah. Not that lights on. No one's home. <laughs> no, Dee, uh, exactly. Dee really got by on the skin, by the skin of her teeth. And that oh my God, she could yeah. have been home. And then we would have had a completely different game at the end. So, um, so I was glad that D won. So I was okay with, with that vote, but, um, same, but yeah, same. so now we have Austin and D we can kind of tackle it together. The, the, cause I feel like As they, they wanted us to, they played basically the same game. So any, any thoughts on, let's just talk about final tribal. I think, um, the only thing pre final tribal is obviously to give, um, Austin his flowers for the first win immunity challenge and then D hers mm-hmm. for the second one i think d's was like tremendous she didn't drop a single fucking thing mm-hmm. and then there was the conversation about d tell having to talk to austin about the drew blind side and austin like immediately forgave her he's just like so weird it's so funny it's so honestly it's it's great i love it go d so yeah what do you have on on these two uh, their dynamic is so interesting to me i love that she's just like calling the shots and she's not bashful about it either she's like i am gonna unleash tonight i'll give you a hug after i win yeah yeah. um just like really like hitting him where it hurts i I, i'm surprised i I think austin is probably we keep calling him a big old dummy i think he probably is quite smart like he got his mba like i think he's i think he's a smart guy but damn is he an idiot (laughs) honestly i think he did the best at final tribal if they didn't bring up if Emily didn't bring up the Julie vote with like blindsiding Drew and Austin, I don't think that he did a bad. D would have had much of an impact. She didn't say that. I don't know why she was holding back on that. That was crazy. I know. But I think I he know. had some good points. Like he's never had his name written down. The tribe swap thing bringing in Emily was huge for Reba. Yeah, you're he, right. He, he said like not having to use your idol is equally as cool as playing it in a fun way. Like being like I didn't need. Yeah, to. we talked about that I, earlier. Yeah, and I think that that's a great point but mm-hmm. and then at the same time emily's like but you did let your number one get voted out with an yeah. idol in your pocket and then he again back to do you bring the strongest with you was like we would have split votes like i'm not mad about drew going home i love that guy and, and in the earlier like goodbye scenes to the jury he was like it makes me emotional just talking about jury he's like my best friend out here whatever yeah like, I, I think austin's right for being like well probably for the best like at least i didn't have to do it you know what i mean like it's That's true. the better thing for Austin's game. So I thought he spoke well and clear. And I did like when him and D kept kind of Austin would forth. make a statement and D would be like, mm, well, yeah. and then Austin would be like, mm, well, like they were trying not to hurt each other's feelings. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I guess I mean, I, yeah, he did. He did a good job in his final tribal speeches and quest- and answers. I think he's just like playing. So he was playing so much with his heart 
in his conversations and relationships and reactions to anything related to D that that's where I'm like, you dummy, especially because she clearly did not extend it, it in the same way that he did with telling the truth. And, you know, that whole song and dance of the, the Julie vote and the Drew vote and blindsiding and whatever. Um, but I love that she had, has him like wrapped around her, her finger. I would love even more if like we get the six months out and it's and she's like, I never liked the guy who's such a dork. I read somewhere that she pretty much confirmed on on fire with Jeff that they're still dating. Whoa, really? Yeah, it's like she's like, um, we've been like traveling, going on vacations and stuff. So like once we're allowed to post, like you'll see a bunch of pictures and stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. But, but like, uh, she said they're taking it slow because what I think he's from Chicago and he she lives in Miami. So they don't live in the same place. Yeah. It's a weird thing about Survivor. It's like you could fall in love with someone and it's like, oh shit, you live uh, 3,000 miles away. She's fine. I bet you she's bought him a flight. Emily, Emily. I know. Get on that. Um. That's hilarious. I don't have really much to say else. I mean, I think we've like covered a lot within this episode about Austin mm-hmm. and Dee as well. But I think Dee, when, when asked about like, when did you separate your head and your heart and Dee kind of being like, I didn't, you know, like. Yeah. Like, they work together like my strategic moves mm-hmm. come from the relationship i made which is like brain and heart together i just couldn't believe they had to pull the mama j vote out of her like that but i know i mean she also said like knowing all the information is just important as important as like an having idol an idol pie. yeah and totally I also thought the jurors like harping on idols is like i'm like who cares about idols like you happened upon an idol and that's like cool it's that's a I think it's i think it's kind of cool Especially yeah. with the ones that like required you to be somewhat like true, true, beware true. ones. Yeah. I guess so. Like, I guess for me, it's like like Jake finding that idol, and then I don't know. But yeah, you're right. I think I I take that back. But I will say, I thought that D should have mentioned that her and Julie together found the hammer and then decided together to bring in the boy like it was like kind of the yeah. boys thing but they could have kept it for themselves but and like hid it from them but then they like they were a part in making that free before like a re before you know what i mean like that was totally part of it that thing um that's the julie idol right so mm-hmm. i do think that like julie had some claim to that idol anyway and i think we've kind of missed that in the last few episodes i was just thinking through that yeah uh, did you did you have something to say about the order that the question are asked or like if if the jurors need to prep their questions ahead of time and tell production what they're gonna ask oh yeah you you said that during um because they start with kendra and they start with the easiest like warm-up question ever and they must ask them what they're gonna ask so that they can maybe right i I don't know like maybe these days but i'm fucking telling you the micronesia one is insane so like maybe they've adopted that policy making me mad (laughs) I'm about to Google it. If you say it one more time, I'm Googling it. All right, I'll tell you after. I'll tell you after. And I really really, like, I don't mean to hype it up this much, but I, I please everyone go watch Micronesia. Will it, will it make sense to me or be, or is it just so, so like off putting that it's just like, it's hilarious in that it's crazy. Or do, do I need a backstory? My issue is I don't want to spoil who is in the final tribal for you. Sure. But I think like you'll be fine with it. Like I'll tell you anyway, but um, yeah, I'll tell you, you have to. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, to answer your question. Yeah, maybe they're like, everything's pretty like scripted these days. I feel yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, like Bruce, maybe. you don't get a question. <laughs> 
But what's yeah, but what's so interesting about it is that they were hopping around like Caleb had given Jake some flowers and then Jake said something and then Drew hopped in and was like, well, don't sell yourself short, buddy. Like, yeah, like and it, yeah. I felt that's that's not really how it's been in the past. Like people stand up, drill them with questions and then go, OK, I'm done. That. Sit down. And then someone else stands and they go, hey, guys, good to see you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they one by one, they stand up, they say their piece and then. And sometimes it's just like you guys fucking suck. Fuck and they you. Don't like ask I've questions. seen like, the Micronesia one is kind of like that. The Micronesia one's kind of like just reading them for for filth the whole time. I love that. I, love I know. That. And then it's like pick your poison. Who's gonna win? Like you know. Ew. I mean? Yeah. I love that. Gross. I know. It's awesome. Yeah. No, I don't know. That's a good question, though. Probably. Yeah. I, would say. I wonder if um, Jeff talks about it. In- oh. Oh, you know what was interesting? I clogged. This was like the first time I've noticed Jeff in Final Tribal where they shoot Jeff just listening to people asking questions and them answering. And I'm like, he must think this is so fascinating. And it's a game he loves so much. And like he gets to sit back and not he's either like twitching because he's not in control of this thing like he usually is. He's Uh usually the one asking questions or he finally gets to like sit back and watch. But either way, I did clock him just kind of being like listening. It's like, man, this better be good because I need the ratings. Like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, he's like just looking at his like little lab rats. Exactly. For for real. And he's just thinking about the Mm -hmm. ones he has in cages across the across the way. (laughs) He's thinking about he's thinking about the season 46 lab rats and his dream team 47 lab rats. He's got so many lab rats on this island. They have he has a fake Jeff across the island, too. It's it's like Carson Daly is like in a cage across the across. (laughs) It's DJ. It's DJ Lavin. Is that his name? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um two things okay jury jury comments <clears throat> caleb saying the j thing when he got up classic. oh so good. you know he was thinking about that at ponderosa every single day that's fucking iconic yeah yeah two and kelly saying uh-huh. to austin or whoever like you made the correct call in taking me out i'm like that's so fucking cocky Ugh. like like what do you mean by yeah you made the correct because i was like because i, I would have like, won you're like yeah that was like Bruce. Over. I think Bruce left his body and possessed Kelly's body. And that's why we didn't get any Bruce because he was inside of Kelly. You know what? There is like a slight chance that Bruce asked a question and they cut it out. I think 100 percent or or he just goes, nah, man, I'm tapped out. I'm over this game. Fuck you guys. I don't have nothing left to say. I was so fascinated by just how reserved and like quiet and weird he was. I was like, what am I getting? Who is? this person i know i agree he left I, his I think, body and like astral projected into kelly's it seems like everyone's like buddies i've seen multiple posts of people of this crew like all hanging out together and um bruce is also buds with the 44 people so he kind of gets like two casts to be friends with sure and i think people really like bruce so i mean hopefully him and katora like buried the hatch but as of like a couple weeks ago they absolutely did not based on katora's yeah um, thing and that TikTok didn't mean she won. I think she just really wanted to say something in that moment. Kind of be like, stick Good with me, her. guys. I don't talk about Bruce all the time. That's like, sure. That's yeah. fair. I will say we laugh in the uh, reunion when they were like, oh, look at Survivor 46. And then they just oh showed that, that, that person like for one second. And then it cut to commercial. And we were like, that's the look. At, <laughs> and then they gave it yeah. a full look at it. But I was was that a glitch? It. Yeah, we were cackling. We were like, what? Was that supposed to happen? What was that? It was just this person like opening up a, a buff and being like, a buff. And yeah. I was like, that's the teaser? What? I know. 
I know. Everyone on this next season, let's talk about 46. Everyone on this next season, I hate. <laughs> it is so funny to just see flashes of the new, pe- oh, of the new cast and you're like, fuck my these people. God. Yeah. And seeing their like video submissions, I am getting so much like my face starts burning up hot and I'm like sweating, just being embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Watching like that, like guy doing like his yoga pose and like this one guy like doing like a magic trick or something like these people are losers. What? It's, uh, I can't Hopefully get over they it. Surprise us. I think they like, will. A lot of you people... know, we'll love them. But right I now I I'm scared. I'm sad. I'm for scared them, too. I'm, scared. I'm always scared, though. I always scroll through the cast list and I'm like, these are our survivors and I end up loving them. You saying survivor 40 whatever challenge beasts. Can we get that trademark? Like, is that can you I, me, I know Jeff right? pay us for that idea or else I we're wonder, going to the FBI? So that's not very exclusionary. It's basically like game changers, except it's basically just saying like only like, you know, strongs, strongs. Yeah. But I mean, it is kind <laughs> of exclusionary, but because like sure. game changers could be different. Like you could be puzzles. You can be like strategy. You could, you could be, be the dude who like eat. made a fake idol and that change the game exactly like, but game in this case it would be yeah. like just the people who are like beast fucking beast ass like kicking yeah kicking the challenges ass. like it would just be like ozzy parvati like all these people who were yeah. just, like, even like rupert like rupert was a challenge beast in micronesia like wait, really not micronesia pan pearl island sorry pearl island oh my god he was an absolute challenge he was a monster oh. he hurt his toe in heroes villains like right away so i think oh, he yeah. was like a um I think he was a liability at that point, but in Pearl Island, he was an absolute beast. Yeah. I would love I, that. Yeah. I, I think that would be cool. But um, I think people are dying for like another, like kind of like legend season things where yeah. I think 50 will probably be that, but people are like getting fed up with the new everything. Era. Now it's like survivor, like survivor 46 liberals, survivor 45 <laughs> Lawyers, yeah. <laughs> lawyers pretending not to be lawyers. Lawyer, <laughs> that's what this season was. And next season is the libs. I know, and I'll watch it and I'll love it. But like, me too. See, this was really fun to cover it. I felt like sometimes I'm like, man, I feel like I'm shitting on this a lot, but I do love it. I love every ounce Same. of it. I love our survivor watch parties. I love podcasting on it. This happens a lot with our podcast. Um. Sometimes we're like, mm, are we being too nitpicky for the show we really like? But it's like when you're putting right. a show under a microscope, you talk about its flaws for, yeah. for you know, so I loved covering Survivor. I, we, we're we going to come back for the traders in some capacity as long as Julia can get her act together and watch season one. Um, <laughs> but not not every episode. I think it airs on the 12th okay. of January. The first three drop at once, and then it'll be one, 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 one until the finale, which I think will okay. be episode 10. So in my mind, maybe we do a quick episode on the first three, and then we come back near like after six or seven just to do one episode, and then we do yeah. a finale coverage. We'll yeah. drop it on this feed, and we'll drop it on our regular Binge Town feed. But I think that's going to be awesome. Ju- or Alex just watched The Trader mm-hmm. Season 1 in two days. It's really, it's really bingeable. The only okay. issue is we watch Peacock, and that has commercials because we don't pay for the no commercials for that what else is it streaming on good for tech time peacock and it's a peacock oh so i'm gonna have to do it with mershies too then mershies are for tech time okay mershies are for tech time okay any final thoughts this is our 45 swan song feels this feels really like weird this feels like we're gonna be back in no time 
like yeah, February 28th or whatever it is, is our next season already. Are we like, ready to leave these people? Are we ready to leave them behind? I am. You are. Okay, farewell. See ya. I am ready to leave these people. Like, I follow them all on Instagram. Now I'll follow them until, like, I'm like, oh, I don't care what this person's doing anymore. Like, once they stop. Yeah. But every Survivor person, like, Owen is really still in the Survivor-verse. Like, yeah. survivors come back for st- when the next season airs and they repost their seasons and their li- reliving totally. glory days and they're like on all the podcasts and all yeah the, yeah live yeah. shows and stuff um okay well then i guess it's see ya to these guys who's one person that you it would be too soon if you saw them again i love that and let's do the opposite <laughs> of who we'd like to see on a comeback season sure a second chance season or something okay that's great it would be too soon if i saw them again ever Oh my god, there's a lot. But Bruce, is you can, let's one. go. Per, okay, let's go. Let's go mer, of the mergies and of the pre mergies. All right, let's let's try and figure. Let's try and name who goes home in what order. Hannah, what? I would love what? Hannah to return. I would not. Two is Brandon. Wait, did Brandon go home second? Yes, I think so. Brandon, I could um, do without. Yes, third is Sabaya. Give me more Sabaya. Sabaya went home third. I don't know. I'm making that up. I think it is Sabaya and then Sean. Nah. And then Jay and then Sifu and then Brando. Is that the last? Okay. Brando, then Sifu. I don't know the order, but Sifu was the the last before the merge because remember Sifu and Caleb went home in the same episode. Right. So then we go Caleb. All right. So of those people, the person I would want to see back pre-merges, 100% Sabaya. Fully Sabaya. I think she, that was too, gone far too soon. The person that it would be too soon if I ever saw them again would be Brandon Sifu. <laughs> no, Sean. Sean for me. Really? Yeah, I think he just. Yeah, no. And then okay. in this in post merge, Caleb, I would like to see on another season. And then uh, Br- Bruce would be too soon if I ever saw him again okay. in my life. Mine would be Bruce too soon if I ever saw him again in my entire life. <laughs> and someone I would like to see again. I'm going to say Miss Miss Flippin. Oh, man. Miss Flippin and oh. Caleb together. I would love But that. you know what? Besides Bruce, and this might be realist, more realistic for us. If I ever saw Basile, if we ever saw Basile in real life, what would oh, you do? Oh, yeah, because we're in Philly. I, me and Alex were just talking about this. I would, I would get a picture of them. I'd be like... Yeah, any single one of these up, I would get a picture with. For the record, I would Bruce. ask him to climb on my shoulders. His legs would still touch the ground. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I'd be like, sit on my shoulders. With this Unless baby on picture. my head, I would. I would ask him for an insane picture like that. Hey, can you get on my shoulders <laughs> for this picture? I'd ask him to stand on my shoulders. If I saw Basile in Philly, <laughs> I would first of all, I would, I would blush. And then I would say, Basile, I have a podcast. I would, I would say Basile as well. I, I would, would say, say Basile. Basile? And for some reason, you're going to die. For some reason, I keep thinking like, oh, well, I, I, all we have to do is just go to Howl at the Moon and he'll be there. Do you think Drew goes to Howl at the Moon? I don't know. Wait, but I was like walking around Penn Campus yesterday and Alex was like, Drew could be here right in this moment. I think he goes to Howl at the Moon. That's his university. <laughs> 
Well, here's I the thing. I will never go to Howl at the Moon, so I will never see Drew. Should we go? Drew, we'll be at Howl at the Moon on New Year's Day. On New Year's Day. And we'll see you there. This no, is like I, there's Grey's no Anatomy. Like, like, I'll be at Joe's. If you choose me, like, meet me at Joe's. Like, oh, yeah. You me, love me. Basile, pick us, please. <laughs> choose us, love us. I think that's yeah. all we got. Well, listen, what a fun time. Thanks for everyone who stuck with this goofy podcast. The first season covering Survivor. Um, I had fun. This is our first reality, first dive into reality TV. And I had a blast. Thanks, Jewel, for being the best co-host. It was what a good time. Pleasure. What a fun little thing we're doing. If you miss uh, if, you're, if you miss us in the meantime, you can go listen on Binge Down TV to our OA coverage. Because yeah. Julia and we, there's there should be three episodes. We did a pitch town, which means like the OA pilot, which we love on Netflix. And then we covered a season uh, like a full season one coverage. And then we did a full season two coverage. And mm-hmm. famously, the OA was canceled after two. But it is still an excellent show to watch, even with it yeah. being canceled. So go check us out. Or even funner, you can go check out my favorite episode of and you can listen to oh our God. Pretty Little Liars um episode and we go through like if you never finished pretty little Lars, which i know you did not you can listen Mm-mm. to us recap the entire series who is a who killed who at every point we did a lot of research for that one so. who's related to who whose sisters who is cousins and who who birthed who is like really it's hard mm-hmm. to keep track of um and that's a really fun episode so um you can go check that one we out too. contain multitudes okay we reality do. tv Science, sci-fi, sci-fi, fuckery. and um, YA, yeah. ABC Family. Yes, Queen. Okay. Yes, that's it. We are Binge Town TV, and we will see you on February, whatever it de- comes back. We'll see you like March 1st for our episode. Okay? We'll see you when we see you. And if it's if you see us before then, unless you're Basile, <laughs> we hope it's not too soon. <laughs> and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.